Action Park Media. Welcome to Victory the Podcast. I am Doug Ellen. I'm Kevin Connolly. Why? Are we, I think we should stop saying our names. Uh, if do they don't that? know us by now, if I they don't, don't know us by now, I think we got in, in this thing where we just like automatically we started that way. But it's been whatever. Well, the thing we have to do is like when I was young and I got home from school and Batman was on. Do you remember? Like you would wait till the end of the credits to see if Hot Catwoman was going to come on, or Catgirl, or Batgirl, whatever the hell she was. Her motorcycle. Do you know what I'm talking about? So, like, I think people are waiting to see if Kevin Dillon's on or not on. Because... Right. So we're identifying ourselves to see who's here. Yeah. So it's like roll call. Clearly, Kevin Dillon is not here. As we uh, broaden the, the horizons of the podcast, I think it's something we should look into. All right. I don't need to say my name. I don't you think anyone cares about me. And then, by the way, now that you don't have an Instagram handle to promote, yeah. it feels even more quiet. Yeah. And I would like show. to say, without pandering to anybody, if you care about free speech or America, then follow me at Hollywood Ways because they've quieted me on my own account, which is insane. And I'm not allowed to say anything really bad on my other Instagram account because Kyle well, get mad at me. But honestly, can you they, imagine? Can you imagine if Doug got the victory podcast Instagram page shut down or suspended? I mean, listen, I built the whole page. I've done everything I can to help everybody out. I don't. I, I really didn't do anything on my page that was that aggressive. But Instagram is really it, it's they're they're sick animals. There's nothing else to say. They're they're determining who gets to say what, and they're blanking shit that is ridiculous. And I don't want to make a, any political speeches about it. I'm not Dave Chappelle. Fuck you, Instagram. Nice. I, like he's not happy that I'm saying that though. Nice. He's I'm mad. not. I'm not mad. He's I'm mad at mad. me. They, it, it's ridiculous. They took 150,000 followers, which again, Kevin thinks it's like some ego that I have. I just want to promote what we're doing because it is not an easy thing to do. I'm trying to get the word out and uh, and. People People seem to like what we're doing. Speaking of promoting, we got to talk about these these live shows, bro. Uh, so, all right, let's just go back into what happened. We get a call about six months ago. What do you guys think about doing live shows? Which I think all of us were like, I don't know. Like, it's something we've never done, but let's... Right. Aside from your blazing stand-up career <laughs> earlier in your life, like, have you really been on stage live trying to be funny? No. No. No, right. no, I haven't. So, but neither have I, and neither has Dylan. Yeah. So, but they said, you know, we'll try the Brea Improv and see how it goes. And we sold out the Brea Improv and it was a smashing success. People, it was good. People had a great time and fun. But, you know, as happens in Hollywood, an agent swoops in and sees this show and goes, I want to take you on a live tour around the world. Which, like, right, exactly. Like we're Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift. We got tour dates, bro. Yeah. I can't. I'm I'm up at night because you want me to promote, promote, promote. I, I don't know how to promote multiple shows. I don't know how to well, do Well, I need it. you to I, promote one at least. Well, I need listen, you. the look, the Long Island show is where I'm focused. I want to throw it down in Long Island. I just don't know that we can move move yeah. the move the needles so let, in, let, in Boston and you know Let's and, call it what it is. Okay. Long Island shows, tickets are selling nicely. We'll hopefully sell it out, but we'll have a real good, strong crowd there. Boston and Westchester, it's just it. There's not enough sales now. It just isn't. So we're probably going to pull the plug on those shows, which Are is fine. Are we definitely going to pull the plug? Yeah, we're going to pull the, the plug on those shows. And, and, and the thing is, is we have to figure out, I guess what the thing is, which Kevin is interesting enough. He was on Entourage. He's been in the business for a long time, but he doesn't totally understand exactly what happened. He, the agent sells us. The agent goes, I'm going to put you in Madison Square Garden. 
and you go, two that's things kind of can a happen. Big, that's kind of a big arena. <laughs> yeah. You can either go, I'm not sure we can handle that. Or you go like Dice, who I think is actually going to do the garden again. That's what he told me. I spoke to him yesterday. But or you go, I can handle the garden. We'll sell 30,000 tickets. So anyway, I think we were all a little trepidatious about whether we could really sell that many tickets. I just assumed that we were at least in that kind of ballpark. I, it, it felt like a lot to me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's just like we have, like the podcast is really a very successful podcast, right. which means there's probably a couple of hundred thousand people around the entire world that know about the podcast, which is huge. Right. But that is like Joe Rogan's, there's probably a hundred million people who know about Joe and, Rogan's podcast. And also, I, I think the idea of a live podcast, like what I think people maybe even myself included, <laughs> goes, what is in a live podcast? Well, we're going to get into that because I, I'm pretty sure we have no idea what we're doing at the Long Island show, which is going to be awesome because no, I'm going to make it right, awesome. Right, well, but, we, we did learn from from the last live podcast. So we're going we're gonna to put on a show in Long Island, but I think to, to uh, an audience member- A layman. Uh, or a layman, they're going, <laughs> well, I don't understand. What is- what?" is the difference between why would anybody want to see us yeah. live, right? Well, that's is that the, the question? Well, the first thing is, is you got to get people go, oh, I like the entourage. There's the people out there go, entourage, I, I thought that was canceled 25 years ago. Then it was. There's the, then there's the people who actually still like it and watch it, who aren't sure when it ended. And then there's the people who have actually turned on the podcast and like, wow, I really get a kick out of these guys. They're funny and this and that. But even those people, you have to then get them to get in a car pay for a ticket. So it's a tough conversion rate. But that being said, we're doing great on Long Island and we're going to have a fun freaking Yeah, show. I'm not I'm not I'm not worried about Long Island. Long Island's yeah. going to be awesome. How do you promote one and not the other? I'm like caught in this thing. It's like, "Oh, by the way, buy tickets November 20th and don't forget December 2nd and d- December 3rd." It's just yeah. it's just a lot for I me just, to wrap my I head just around. I think you said it earlier like if it was Bieber, he wouldn't have to do anything. It would sell out, it would be gone. But for us, I think, you know, for everybody out there who likes the podcast and does want to see us live cuz this is going to work, I know it. But I think what we do is we really hone our show in in Long Island in front of a big crowd cuz I'm not even sure. I think this show, this live show should be four or 500 people like it was in Brea, California. I think when you start getting a 1500 theaters it's just it's a different experience i'm not gonna lie i'm nervous as hell about it I are mean, you yeah yeah i want to put on a, a show that feels like we've actually planned something like brea we we made it up like we do here all the time and it was fun and we got you know we, we had a great time but i want a, a little more planned show so well the got- thing about the thing about brea was that we actually tried to cover an episode traditionally and yeah. that proved difficult in front of a live crowd right so you're sort of feeding off of the crowd so what i want to hear from you you're a creative guy you've directed some movies uh what what do you think uh give me some ideas for this show well i think we're going to do like multimedia they have that big ass screen at the paramount we're gonna we're gonna have a couple facetime guests yeah right we are yeah who we're gonna have go you're gonna hold that up hold that up till till we confirm that but we're gonna bring in some people we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about a lot of things but it's gonna be a an interactive i'm gonna multimedia i'm gonna write up an almost uh script which gives us little segments and this it's not a script it's an outline An, an outline okay well curb is is an outline and then the improv but are you and kevin dylan if i do this and we all agree that we like whatever it is i do are we gonna follow that because that's what i want to make sure i want to make sure we're committed we got to get our show down this is going to be this is going to be a big test for all of us i think it's going to be good and i just think we have to more importantly and this is for you doug you gotta have fun bro yeah, oh, well, I'm gonna have fun. I wonder. I'm gonna have fun. I, I wonder. Have fun. Are you gonna have fun? If it's if there's a crowd, I'm gonna have fun. If it's there's gonna be a crowd, right. but it's like I think you got to go into it, bro. We're going home. 
We're going home. Long going Island. Home. We're going back to Long Island. Well, you said something around. last night that I thought was interesting. I think that's a I really good idea. I was actually pretty buzzed last night. I, yeah. I didn't. You got mad at me when I said that, too. But I'm like, <laughs> did, oh, gee, how fucking drunk are you? And I, you go, what? <laughs> you know? And, well, and, I, I pitched a bunch of podcast ideas, and this morning I woke up. I was like, wow, that's a terrible idea. I love I like it. Them. We're going we're gonna to start with Dylan. Dylan's the only one. You've never done a play, correct? No. I've never done a play either. So Kevin Dylan's the only one who's done a play. So we, I Kevin Dylan did a play in like 1948. <laughs> the TV was not invented yet. You know, like that was, you just reminded me just because Kevin Dylan's age. He did so one of the Shakespearean theater. You know, the we original. interviewed some Rams players this week, and, and we had Johnny Hecker, who probably will be a Hall of Fame punter for the Rams. And uh, you know, he was talking about his career, and Dylan goes, "Yeah, our our punter, Sean Landetta." Now, Sean Landetta retired at least 20 years ago. Sean Landetta retired in the mid-90s. But Dylan tops. still thinks he's kicking oh, for the Giants I mean, right now. I mean, 100%. I, I listened to the audio that last night. I, there's no mistaking. I don't think he meant that, obviously. Yeah. He knows that Sean Landetta is Well, I think if you took punter. a moment and said, you know, Sean Landetta retired, Dylan would have been like, oh, yeah, of course. But in that moment, he was living like it was 1986, and right. Lawrence Taylor was playing, and Phil Sims was playing. Right. He thought so. he was coming from the set of the blob yeah. and, <laughs> and uh, to watch the giant game and Sean Landetta. Yeah. So, Sean but, Landetta. By the way, Johnny Hecker, who's the punter for the Rams, he's hysteric. He was, he was hysterically laughing. Yeah, it, it was uh, awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Dylan is such a throwback. I want to put him on stage. You said we get him to do the five towns monologue from the show, like almost like we're opening up a theatrical production right. with a with like a silhouette of Dylan from behind the black curtain, and you see it. I think it would be great. And the rain. Oh, phenomenal. <laughs> and I don't know. It's just a dramatic way to start the show, right? It's like, I don't know, it's a little self-absorbed. I think it's a great idea. And I also think, you know, everybody thinks Grenier doesn't talk to us, but I still believe we can get him there if he's in town. So what I want to do is get him to like. No way. I want to get him to sit on his phone like he fucked with Josh Gad during the performance (laughs) of uh, Book of Mormon. I want him to sit in the front row and like interrupt uh, Dylan, who doesn't even know he's there. I think it'd be great. Listen, Dylan's got to come to his A game. Yeah, he better. Dylan's got to come to his A game. Dylan is off doing a movie right now with Mel Gibson. You think he's going to be rested after that? Dylan is our Garrett Cole. He's our Big arm <laughs> ace, and that's a big game, and we need him to have a big game performance. I don't think Cole had a big game performance. <laughs> Hopefully, in the last he has time. a better uh, big game performance <laughs> than Gary Cole this year. But uh, yeah, no, Dylan needs to. Dylan needs to. But I know, I know, Dylan. I know, Dylan is. He's going to be ready. Yeah, he's he gonna is going to be ready. And we're selling a bunch of cool merch. And more than anything, it's just going to be interactive. Let's face it, bro. The Paramount ends with us drinking and hanging out and catching up. Are we having an after party after? Yeah, we we're gonna, that out? yeah, we're doing it. Right. We're doing it. It's All not. Right. It's going to be. And the other thing we talked about too is the tickets. Doug was like, "How much are they charging for these tickets?" Right? It's not. It's like a hundred bucks. Well, it depends, right? It depends where you sit. If they want to be really close to you, if they want to sign Dylan's calf, it's going to cost them. I mean, can I bucks. not go to the UBS Arena and watch the Islanders game for a hundred bucks? I mean, can I not get in there for that somewhere? Probably not the opening night. I mean, yeah, you yeah. could be. I'm sure you could, you know, scalp a ticket in there and sit and sit in the yeah. nosebleeds. But you know, again, I, I will tell people, you know, that the. The Islanders open the UBS Arena on Friday, uh, Saturday, uh, November 20th, the same night. We will be um, at the Paramount, but they open against the Calgary Flames but the next day. That's Sunday night. They're playing the Toronto Maple Leafs, you're, which you're, is a better game. Cl- another return to John Tavares. No, I'm not. I'd rather go to that game anyway. All right, Conley is trying to say, whoever's got their Islander tickets, you know what? Big fucking deal. It's opening night of this historic. It's going to be there for 50 years. Arena. It'll be it's going to be there for 50 years. years. We're only going to be there once. So, right, exactly. uh, you know, come. Kevin Dillon's fresh off a Mel Gibson movie. Let's talk about that for a minute. Dillon's in New Mexico shooting this movie. No, is he in New Mexico? It's, uh, yeah, I think it's New Mexico. All right, so he's with Mel Gibson, and I know that you spoke to him last night, and he told you he had a 
a long day. Well, he was very excited to be. He's like, look who's number one on the call sheet now, Chiefy. <laughs> so Dylan did get uh, call sheet billing above Mel Gibson, which he's which he's pretty happy about. But I I know the sort of the structure that Dylan's working on on this movie, and it's fucking brutal, dude. I mean, you said he's he's got it's it's a lot of they they twelve just do, plus they, pages. They do a lot of pages a day because that's just the way that movies are happening these days. So, so anyone who doesn't understand that a a, a normal good clip for a like a fast clip on a studio movie is probably three and a half pages. On right. a television show, we used to do six, seven six, pages. Six, seven pages, and we were running Moving. and gunning and hustling. Yeah. So, and, and that was a lot. We yeah. had one 10-page day, and that was the episode that I directed almost killed me. Yeah. And, um, and I would not, I mean, that's emergency situations, one location. But if you're doing 16 pages in a day and you don't have two people sitting at a table basically acting like yeah. it's a theatrical play, you're in big trouble. Yeah, so. I mean, it's just it's just a new way of making movies, right? Like, you're just, you're just in and out. You, you, you can't be too precious about anything, which I wonder about Dylan. I mean, he seemed like he was in a good mood. But Dylan likes to know that his take is what he wanted. And he's, you're not going to tell Dylan you're moving on before he's satisfied. Right. He's going to say, just relax, Mel. Yeah. I he'll put Mel more. Gibson in the John Cavanaugh guillotine he if will, he does not fucking Mel is going to go, you right. know what? Let the guy do another take. Let the guy <laughs> do another take. But I mean, I know how, how precious Kevin is with his dialogue. And this is still a fucking lot of dialogue to learn. Yeah. Now, of course, who knows what he's, what he's into that. But, you know, yeah, that's a lot, man. Well, a lot I'm looking on. forward to it. All right. Well, let's, let's recap. We had Halloween which yep. uh you came to the house uh we had a party and i got things to talk about well and also of course doug on his on his uh halloween photo dump i mean what's the problem you post a picture of me with my eyes closed I now, didn't now did i not come on i mean i, I, I think look. i can um, i'm very I'm very comfortable to say this i had a couple of drinks but i was in perfect shape that, perfect i, I shape. look like a lunatic yeah no i don't think that photo it looks like that charlie sheen uh yeah Kevin yeah, Dillon, like Dillon, Johnny Kev, yeah exactly like uh, my eyes are closed and it's like of course you know I, the, the i peanut have to gallery. apologize for it i didn't realize that I, I i i know you weren't even drunk i just it was a, it was a bad post yeah it's a bad post it's it's a bad he's post. like I, doug says to me today yeah it's a bad post i'm not gonna take it down <laughs> but uh you know i do apologize i'm like oh thanks listen i'm told that if you delete things from your instagram this is what i'm told by people now now i get all sorts of insights on how to get my account back how to grow my new account quickly which is not easy by the way so, doug ellen 2.0 yeah but apparently well it's hollywood ways is the account now but apparently if you delete a photo all of a sudden you're like putting like uh sleepy algorithms and they're not gonna really show everybody what you have so i don't know what are you talking about like so, if you post a photo and then delete it apparently that ends up in some weird thing that you know instagram is deciding how many people see your stuff it's just that simple so you know they're doing whatever they want to do to keep people down like me people. Doug, you just got to chalk that up as a loss bro you have 17 verified accounts that you're currently talking to yourself i just on. want my own one back that was like i had my kids i had my family i had my friends i had my you know my my very uh radical right, political like, beliefs like, this is my life uh, yeah it's like so, this is my life i want Look, it back so your pictures and all that are gone assuming oh, that yeah. you don't have yeah, them i have them on my phone but so what all the all the comments over the years all the all the great the conversations you've had yeah all the positive <laughs> feedback that you've given. Yeah. I mean, I would people. love to just count how many people I've called jerk offs over <laughs> right. the years. That'd be great. But let's stick to Halloween. Connolly shows up. He asked at the last minute. Connolly's one of those guys. It's look, I had a chef was, uh, you know, it was, you know, expensive. Chef was, pricey. I'm sure. But Connolly's one of those guys. That, our girls planned this party. I totally, did you not like almost forget, not forget about it, but it was like, 
I don't know, it was Friday, and then it's like, you know, the party's tomorrow, right? No, I didn't forget about it. I had to fucking get wads of cash to pay for this party, but Connolly does the classic thing. At the last minute, an hour before, he's like, hey, you mind if I bring a plus one? And I'm no, like, no, 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 that's not true. We had a plus one, which was odd because I was like, are we doing plus ones for Doug's Halloween party? Like, oh yeah, they're having the chef and you are, you're a couple. You're not a plus one, a couple. No, but we Single were, people we get were, a plus one. we were bringing an additional plus one. It was Zulai and I plus one. Her right, friend was going to come. Your fr- her friend vanished her and friend, all of a sudden. Her friend, your friend wasn't vaccinated, bro. Oh, well, that's a good move. Whatever. But I don't want to get She got the boot, but we're not going to make this about politics. Because I, I don't even care anymore, by the way. Uh, I, it doesn't I really matter. Don't. Yeah, no. We did have a plus one. I'm like, really? We, we, we're we written down as a plus I thought we were co-hosting the party. Your plus one, which was supposed to be one of Zulai's. Again, all I'm saying is I'm an old dude who sits in my house most of the time. Zulai's supposed to bring another sexy Latina in a sexy costume. I mean, the next thing I know. She's super white, but she's. Beautiful girl, yeah. She's, yeah. The next thing I know, it turns into stock tip Dave in a fucking dinosaur costume. Yeah. And what happens? He's not at my house. I know we've talked about this a lot, what he does to the Action Park he's Media bathroom. Stomach. He's not at my house for 90 seconds and he's in the bathroom. In right? Dave's defense, he did have on a giant dinosaur costume. He did have on a dinosaur costume. You don't just like zip that. I mean, he, he couldn't He couldn't find his dick. Did he you, was like... <laughs> did you make him wear that costume? No, I, 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 I did not. I was I also terrified of that costume because it was so big and there were candles around. I'm like, this guy's going to light himself on fire. There's Dave no is, question about it. Dave is going to go up in flames. Yeah. But here's what I saw. Go. He goes to the bathroom for a good 12 minutes. You guys were the first ones there, by the way, which was nice and, and whatever. But you're the first ones well, there. Well, Dave, then- if you're lucky, Dave came ready to go. Dave was at my house at 6 o'clock. I'm like, Dave, 6 Why o'clock. couldn't he use your bathroom at your house? He couldn't get in the... Dude, he was a giant walking inflatable dinosaur. We're going to have to show get- people what this outfit was. But... um. Dave is in the in the bathroom. Then he comes out. Whatever he did in the bathroom, and then Zulai, Kevin's beautiful uh, baby mama, is got to help him re get his costume together like right. his mother. Okay, but I want to tell you what I saw. And is Dave, is he over there? He's in there. So what I saw is, this is my interpretation. He had to run to the bathroom real quick. <laughs> Dave, I saw Zulai help you get into your costume. And what I witnessed, this is Kevin Conley's Doug baby thought mom. you were flirting with Zulai, Dave. I, not flirting. I thought you fell in love with her. <laughs> I saw absolute hearts come into your eyes. Was there any part of you that felt like I could just take Zulai from Conley or no, Dave? No, not at all. But was Kevin worried? No, <laughs> I was not worried. I was not worried at all. A um, little bit worried. Dave, I'm like, hey, Dave, what are you doing tonight? Do you want? And he's like, no, nothing. I'm sitting home. I'm like, yo, do you want to go to this party? He's like, yeah, I'll go, you know, I'm going to go get a costume. He's got a couple ideas. He wanted to be Where's Waldo. Dave was hell bent on being Where's Waldo for some reason. I wish he was anything but this giant dinosaur. But, and then I, he comes and he calls and he's like downstairs at like 5.50. I'm like, Dave, we're, we literally need 40 minutes before, before <laughs> we can come downstairs. Dave, you had to sit in that dinosaur outfit in your car for 40 minutes? Well, no, I couldn't figure out how to put it on. So basically when he calls me, I'm like, I want to go to this party. I got to go find a costume. So I went to this period of Halloween. I went to two targets it was literally the last costume in all of the places i went to and i was like all right i don't care how ridiculous it is i'm gonna buy it and go and then i got to his house at six o'clock it literally took me 30 minutes to figure out how to put it together and so, it was like an extra large because I don't there even, were no media i don't really know you what you just said small. dave but you you sat in the car for 40 minutes in front of Conley's house trying to figure out the costume no, or Conley would not let you in would he not let you in well, he's like, he's like, don't come until 6.30. So I got in front of his house at 6 o'clock. By the way, Conley has a giant home. Why by the way, the fact he, that he couldn't who leave. Who shows up a half hour early? 
I mean, I don't know, but you make him sit outside and his dinosaur a half hour. Well, I was, I was outside very by the front steps and like there's- Dave, I told you, you said, I'm leaving my house now. I said, don't come to, you said, oh shit, I'm already on the way. Yeah. You know so what's drive weird? around the block. You know what's weird about this? Because Connolly does have some weird shit. So we did this commercial for Johnny Walker a few years ago. They paid us a lot of money, Kevin Connolly and I, to do this commercial. And the guy who did it, Dan Sanborn, great guy who was working at Diageo, we're going out or something and we're picking up Connolly and Conley's not ready, but he doesn't invite this poor guy in. What, what, do you not let people in the house? I don't like strangers in the house necessarily. <laughs> not that Dave's a stranger. Dave Brody doesn't like Dave. <laughs> Brody, your dog does Brody not like does Dave. Not like Dave for some reason. Dave, is that why. true? Yeah, I don't know. I, like I walked in the house, the dog wouldn't let me like anywhere near him. I heard Kevin's voice in the speaker, just kept running away. Dave's like he tried to attack me. I said, "Dave, he's a mini golden doodle. He didn't <laughs> try to attack you. I assure you." I saw Dave getting real close with my German I said, Shepherd, Baron. Dave was like trying to act like raw, like like super manly with, Baron with Baron. You. Yeah, Baron liked you. Baron he, liked you better than Brody. But you, if he turns on you, he'll just take you down, Dave. Like yeah. rip you. You don't want to be on the wrong side of Baron. So, all right, the rest of the Halloween party, great party, great party. But something interesting things happen. Do you have some good conversations over there? Cause, yeah, yeah. Because I came over to a conversation. You and, and Sarah, my girlfriend, were talking to a couple. Nice couple. Kurt Cobain and, and Courtney Love. Yeah, and that's everything they was great. As, but, but it looked real serious, and I came over and I was like, well, hey, what's going on? And everybody kind of laughed, and then the next thing I know, they're talking about... Um, they said we were, we're broken up. Yeah, they just got separated, which... And um, they were at the party together. Yeah, they are at the party together. I don't see what's so weird about that. They have kids and well, they're... they're... It, it, what was weird is that Sarah decided to announce it. I was like, what's going on? And I don't even know them that well. And, and she said, oh, they're broken up. I said, oh, which really made it kind of awkward. And... You made it awkward. You think so? You made it awkward. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little. I I didn't. I didn't have a problem with it. They have kids. They're. They, you know. They were. They're broken up, and they went to the party together. Yeah. So everyone's bringing these plus ones that that probably didn't need to be there. I mean, I don't know. Like you know. I mean, <laughs> it I'm was just thinking it was, about the chef that was cooking for you know. It was a very very fun party though. Yeah. I had a really good time. I really like Dave. You have a good time. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was a fun time the whole time. The food was great. Oh, that's the great. Music that's was that. good. Wow, wow. That's amazing. Great review. Dave. Great breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, do no. a podcast reviewing <laughs> Halloween parties, Dave. Um, <laughs> what'd you think of my costume? Uh, you, by the way, Doug did not know who the, the guy spends five hours in makeup for this costume. He doesn't minutes. know who it is. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. Harvey Dent. I, now I know. Two. Did you know it was Harvey Dent though? If you gave me 17 choices of what that character's name is, I would have had no idea. If you asked me who played the character, I would have had no idea. Now, once you said it, then I go back in my head. And I remember it. I don't watch those superhero movies. I'm not. The original Dark Knight. I saw his face, it. It burns I, in the acid. And I then saw it. And I know it was great. And I know they're all geniuses. And I'm not trying to say like, I know Scorsese said something like he doesn't consider uh, superhero movies, real movies. I, I'm not saying that at all. Those are brilliant guys. And the movies are all good. I don't watch them. And I certainly don't remember them and I'm certainly not uh, You're not a fan of Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight? I mean, I remember thinking he was amazing. I couldn't remember one moment. I can't, They all kind of blend together with me. Val Kilmer, Michael Keaton, George Clooney. It's I, like you. It's almost like you in the Batsuit at that point. <laughs> I just, I don't like you superhero could, movies. You could have been a good Batman, but that you could have been the Val Kilmer Batman, bro, because all they would have seen is your lips, <laughs> right? Which is the big selling point. You know what? I, I may do that next year, but anyway, we'll come do back. Do you think Dylan uh, would have come to the party? Yeah, of course Dylan would have come to the party. Free alcohol. <laughs> Free alcohol. And a chef, Dylan would have been there. Chef? Dude, you think my costume was underwhelming? You should have seen you should have seen Dylan. Dylan would have just put in his fangs and a black cape and been like a vampire. I mean, you're all right. When we come back, we'll talk about your costume. 
So Sarah's a little younger than me. Zulai's a little younger than you. And the crowd at the party was a little younger than us. Not really. They, um, they did. Scott Kahn and all of them. They, they all knew who I was. They had no idea what was You're telling worse. me Scott Kahn didn't know I was Gilligan? Not Scott Kahn. Scott Kahn's um, wife's sisters who were younger. They're like 31, 32. They said, which is so- They were Machine Gun Kelly and uh, Megan Fox. They were Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. They said, I said, Gilligan's Island. And they looked at me with a blank face, which is scary. And then I said, you don't, you really don't know it. And the thing is now, we were growing up, it was on repeats every right. single right. day when we got home. Now you come home and there's Netflix. You're never going to look at those old shows. I, just, w- I will be honest. I, I did not want to wear Gilligan. I just- that party, forced? it just snuck up on me, right? And it just did. I, I was like, the week flew by. Kind of like the Boston show. The huh? week flew by. There was Friday, and then it was Halloween. And I was like, I don't know. I didn't want to go running around, and I didn't want to be like Dave. No offense, Dave. I don't want to be running around in a giant dinosaur suit or some fucking cheap costume. I was told by Zulai, who I, I consider a close friend now, that right. she had a plan for you and you ignored her and wouldn't. wouldn't. She wanted me to be fucking Peter Pan, bro. <laughs> she, like, was really, Tinkerbell. Right, she was Tinkerbell. She was a right, hot Tinkerbell. Like, Why I, couldn't and, you I, and I said to her, I said, do you really want me to put on a pair of green tights? I would have. And a little, it. I mean, just think. Would have been great. Humiliate me and be un- <laughs> make, me, be, uh, make me uncomfortable. But where it got dicey, because listen, I, the Halloween party happened so fast. I was like, fuck, I'm just Gilligan and that's it. Or I cannot go to the party. You can go. I'll stay home with Kennedy. I don't give a shit. Really nice. Really right. nice. So but, you're a real fucking team player. See, the what next I've done day now. was where I'm in trouble for not having like the family photo <laughs> where we're all the same thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's like scrolling through Instagram and it's like, oh, look at them. They're all dressed as whatever. They're team players. They're team players. And we didn't have a family costume. So you did not get one. I did not get one because I because of the only option on it. I didn't have any character options, right? To be Peter Pan. Who who else could I have been? I you know what? Here's what I learned. Who else could I have been? Sarah's creative, Zulai's creative. I told Sarah, I go, honestly, I don't care. Uh, you got a makeup person coming to the house. I'll sit down. I won't open my mouth. I'll open my you didn't eyes. Even know you'll tell who me you were. That's what I'm saying. I'm not gonna spend my time. I tried time to get you a double-faced coin and you were like, why? I'm like, it's two-faced. He's like, I don't get it. I'm like, the movie, your character. Nah, I still don't know what you're talking about. If I was in Halloween shops looking for a two-sided coin. You got coin, me a two-sided coin. It wasn't a two-sided coin. It was a, it, it, no, it was you a, a one-sided coin. That oh, was, so it had the same thing on both sides. Correct. So I don't know. I, whatever it was, you brought me the coin, but I just thought it was easier to tell Sarah, just dress me how you want. Treat me like I'm, a, like I'm an employee. It was just easier than right, arguing. In a, in a cool costume, you weren't going to be in green tights and like little... I, I, don't, I don't even know what a Peter Pan costume... Dude, can you imagine how ridiculous I would have looked dressed as Peter Pan? I think you look party. ridiculous as Gilligan. That's my personal yeah, opinion. I was a lot more comfortable. I, was, I didn't have on green tights. <laughs> but where I got in trouble was the next day. So is she mad now? Is she she over- wasn't mad, but I, I, I admit she was right. She's right. I, I didn't think about that way, but we went. Uh, Zula has young nieces and nephews, so we went. Uh, we went trick or treating. I mean, it's I went trick or treating first Halloween. Kennedy's five months old. Kennedy doesn't know. Kennedy was a ladybug. She, she didn't want to see it. Did you get some good ladybug? We got photos some good ladybug photos. Yeah, but when Halloween, man, people go all out. Yeah, right. It's pretty wild. Well, especially with the pandemic, there's nothing else. It's the first time I've had like a real crowd at my house in a. a Two years. Right. You know, I used to have parties all the time, and uh, this, this was the first one. But was- the next day on actual Halloween, like, I went trick-or-treating, and I had no costume on. I was just the guy uh, with no costume. Pushing. I hate people who show up at my house with no costume on. And, couple, like, ring the doorbell. You had a couple people. You had a couple people show up with no costume. At the party? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. No, I think you just didn't know them. They were dressed. They were in makeup. You couldn't even recognize that they were in costume. <laughs> they were playing other people. But 
Either way, I'm glad. I'm glad. Look, I love Halloween. Did you make some new friends at the party? Because the last, actually, the last big party I had was the ugly sweater party where uh, we did a white elephant contest where you give away gifts. And Conley had a fight with like three I of my girlfriend's a friends. It's, it's a highly spirited contest. And uh, I was going after the charcuterie board. You stole it from Nick Lachey. No, I stole a wine opener from Nick Lachey, who's, who's also very competitive. This is a competitive guy. He yeah. was mad. He lost. But that's the rules of the game. Yeah, explain it a little bit because I still don't even understand. It. I don't even really understand it. Do any of you guys know Kevin, Dave? White you guys ever heard of a party? white elephant party? Of course. Do you know what it is? What? Let's see. Let's Everybody see. brings a gift, mm-hmm. right? But you don't know for who it is. It could be for anyone. Right. And then I believe somebody comes up and out of a hat just picks up a number, and that's gift number fourteen. And Right. I believe you have one chance. Have you ever seen a fight and at then, one of these parties? Cause, yeah, because you have one chance to swap gifts, right? Yeah. I think so. Right. If somebody brings in a nice little wine opener or some well, we fancy charcuterie board. I brought a candle. And when I looked around at some of the other items, I was actively pursuing <laughs> my own candle, which is kind of sick. But I, that was the game plan. But this oh, one, you're you not could, supposed to do that. This one, you can steal two. Right, so it can be stolen from you two times at the Ellen House. They have some weird rules over there. <laughs> but um, and then and then it just for me it just got super competitive. But I was never really mad at anybody. And, and no, they were mad at you. They were mad at me because they lost. One I mean, guy that's was what fucking huge too. I don't even know who he is. He <laughs> no, was that's like... the that's the the thing where I, I told Zulai. So Doug's having an ugly sweater party, right? So the idea is to have an ugly sweater. Yeah. But Zulai says to that girl, and I, I was wildly uncomfortable. Zulai's like, "Oh my god, congratulations, you won." <laughs> I mean, and and I said, "What, what Zulai? What are you doing? What are you doing? That's what are you, the right comment. What are you What are you saying?" She's like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh." Zulai's like, "Well, we're at an ugly sweater party." I'm like, "I know, but I, you know, like to say like, yo, whoa, whoa you're." Ugly jo- sweater party winner. That's uh, uh, uh. a really job ugly sweater. Is to wear the ugliest sweater. That's the game. I know. I don't understand I know. Why it sounded it, it just sounded weird, and I think she took it the wrong way. And then we had the thing with the same couple over the charcuterie board. So I think it was kind of brewing. I think Zulai was involved in that one. There will be new rules, but I have to get another costume because I don't. That that Halloween just snuck right, up. Well, on you me. have a year, so we'll come up with it, and we'll we'll, we'll wrap this up and uh, after the break. All right, welcome back. Victory of the podcast. We are coming to Long Island in a week. Uh, I wanted to know from you, Kevin, because, you know, when I go back, I go back to my house in Merrick. I know the guy who's a great guy that lives there, and I go visit. I bring my kids. I walk through the house that I lived in. Like, anything, you're not, you're not back that often to Long Island where you have a little bit of time, right? Yeah, it's gotten, obviously, it's gotten a little harder with, with the baby, so I'm kind of in and out, but I got my spots. I hit, you know, Pace's Steakhouse right. and Hot Pog, which is one of my favorite restaurants. And then we're going to be, you know, we're, we're going to the Paramount. You know, we're going to do some last minute so promoting. So you're just focused on work. Uh, are we going to get a Bagel Boss bagel together? No, we're going to, well, A, we're going to go, we are going to go to the Islander game on Sunday. You're going to come to the Islander game? Uh, yeah, you Islanders get leaves. Is there a ticket? They said I could bring or? a friend. They said I could bring a friend. Um, no, so we're going to go to the Islander game at the new arena, yep. see the Leafs, which is a great, great game. Much I'm better not just, game. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> One of the other things, too, that's going to, that we're going to be doing, which is, is kind of fun. It's like, so obviously Doug and Dylan, they're, they're Giants fans, right? They're dire Giants fans, even though Dylan blows off Eli Manning. <laughs> These guys are Giants fans. I'm a Dolphins fan, which is just sad because they're just the single worst it's team in weird, the history of football. We're in LA. The Rams reached out to us mm-hmm. and they want to do, wanted us to do a couple, you know, bonus episodes mm-hmm. that we're going to pop up on the victory feed. 
right? So it won't affect our regularly scheduled programming, but we're going to be popping up uh, some short cool. form. We're yeah, talking about 15, 20 minutes talking to the Rams. We've got Matt, Matthew Stafford. Are we getting Aaron Donald or no? We're going to do Aaron Donald as, as on. Are we getting Jalen Ramsey? I don't know if we're getting Jalen. I think Aaron Donald, we're definitely, we're definitely getting. And you saw the trade yesterday. We got to get Von Miller. That would be sick. Von Miller would be great. Yeah. And the Rams but we do, are looking we're good. Doing quick, we're doing quick 15-minute interviews with these guys, and it's kind of fun because it's just a different kind of interview. My favorite interview was with the punter. I mean, it was. It, it was like, yeah, because come on, how often do you really hear about these guys, right? Yeah. You know, you know, I I knew the name Johnny Hecker. Obviously, he's been around. He's a multiple Pro yeah. Bowl. I'm guessing, guessing he's a Hall of Famer. He's definitely on it. He's right there. So he's is right Andrew there. Whitworth. Right, right they're, there. They're on the cusp yeah. of uh, being in the Hall of Fame. But I, to me, it was interesting to talk about special teams and the, and the meetings. And I just think we do a different kind of interview. We're not like traditional media, obviously. Like we're different than Steve Levy. But right. Well, we're not saying like, so in the third, you know, we ask fun questions about trick plays and, you know. By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm just, oh, I'm still desperate to sell our Long Island show. Maybe we get Steve Levy there. Steve Levy, who I went to, I went to high school with Steve Levy and Adam Schefter. Maybe we could get them to show did up. Did you and, go, did they go to your high school or did you go to high school with them? I mean, they are a year or two older than me. I mean, right, Adam Schefter's sister was my, my prom date. I dated her in high school. But yeah, I went really? to high school with them yeah did you would you see steve levy in the hallways um steve levy i definitely saw in the hallways yeah yeah really yeah yeah but only one year because they're two years older than me but right, so when you were in 10th grade they were seniors they but were you seniors. have vague memories of like steve levy i have memories because he's got great head of hair oh great head of hair amazing head Schefter of hair. does too and now he's just let it go gray and he's like looks better now almost levy doesn't he and it is amazing because they are like two of the best guys in sports, both from my high school. Like who's better than either of them? Right. You know? And you still can't sell out the fucking arena. No, well, I if mean, we got Steve Levy, we could sell it out. We we really do have to think about who we're going to get as, as special guests. Do you <laughs> yeah. think Dice would zoom in? Look, I know my friends and people that are there to see me will would really appreciate a Dice appearance. Yeah. Do you agree? Of course. They'd also appreciate a Leo appearance. Can you get him live? Right, I'm sure they, again, they'd appreciate a Matt Dillon appearance as well, but that doesn't seem <laughs> um, to be in the cards. Dice, I spoke to yesterday. He's actually playing the Paramount, but he, I, I spoke to him about the FaceTime. We know Dice has some technical <laughs> issues, so whether that could work out. But he actually said we should be on tour together, which would be, you imagine that? That would be pretty wild. What too. would that look like? I don't but know. He, but Dice does an actual show. I, listen, here, here's the thing about the live podcast. I think people have to understand what they're, you, Doug's so quick to go, whoa, whoa, Kevin James sold it out in 12 minutes. And it's like, Kevin James is like a world-famous stand-up comedian. You know what you're buying tickets for. Um, you don't know what you're buying when, you, when, you, when you're buying tickets to I don't, a live I don't, podcast. I don't make excuses. Scoreboard, scoreboard. We either sell out or we don't. I mean, it's, well, yeah, How's your stand-up routine? I'm just saying. Would he, you open with a five-minute act? Oh, I would, I'd rather be dead. I would rather die. You don't Seriously. think you could handle it? No. I know I couldn't. I would lose my... Uh, no. I have zero interest in that. No. What about Dylan? Could Dylan handle it? Dylan could do it. I would, I would write a monologue? great monologue from him. I don't know if he'd do it. I would write it for But him. like a comedy monologue or like a drama monologue? I mean, I could do either. I could write something great for Dylan. He's always said he could do stand-up. I would love to see it. He could do stand-up with the writing. With and, that little and writing Dice out. getting in. Do you know... You didn't come with me, right? You don't... I mean, this is a weird segue, but you know Dice proposed to a woman that I almost married, right? He proposed to her on stage for you. In Vegas. I saw that. Yeah. I mean, I saw the video. Oh, uh, you weren't there, right? I wasn't there, but it was... I mean, it was odd, right? It was awkward. Uh, no, I thought it was pretty fun. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, uh, you, well, you're like me. We're from the Dice era. Yeah, like, I'll tell you why it was awkward. All Dice is... The yeah. awkward part is I didn't know what his act was. I mean, I know his... You know, I know he his parlayed that act into no, but do proposing you know, to your Do you know what he girlfriend? went on to? Uh, it, uh, the 15 minutes prior to the proposal, which I had no idea, were how awful marriage is and how divorce can destroy you and, and stuff. Like, so he's sitting there... moving on like, to that... 
Yeah. Right? <laughs> here's something. Oh. I got something for you. I'm speaking of bad marriages, and he's right, because that didn't last very long. No, it was a great marriage. The best marriage ever would never happen. So right, it, right. It right. didn't cost any money, which is the best kind of marriage. Dog had sent 20 people out to Italy for his non-wedding. 20? How about 70? Oh, God. 70 people in Italy, but it was a very fun week. And by the way, wish thank you God there. that didn't work out. Thank God. Out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're, we're going to put on a show. Promise you, we're, right, we're selling. Okay, we're getting now. now do you we're think you could plea. write five minutes of uh, comedy for me? One hundred percent. Would you be terrified to do it? I know what you would write, like vaguely what that content for Dylan sounds like yeah. from you. I don't, I don't even want to know what. Great stuff here. You really yeah, like? Yeah. You can write me like, hey, uh, thanks for coming, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What, I don't know what you're doing I get no respect. Killed suicide no. prevention. They put me on hold. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this girl told me I reminded her of someone that bothers her. <laughs> that was always my favorite Rodney line. I love Rodney Dangerfield's my favorite stand-up comedian of all time. I love Rodney. I I could write you stuff and I could come up with a good structure for what this show is going to be. Here's what I think we do next week, which I'm going to announce that this is when Conley loses his mind when I add to the technical aspects of the show. I think next week we should do a call in on the podcast and hear what people want to hear on this live podcast. I want to hear okay. from the audience what they want to hear. There's two schools of uh, <laughs> victory fans, right? Some people just want to hear the entourage part of it, right? Yeah. And, then, and then some of it is some people don't, right? Some people so, like to hang with us. Right. I like those people. Right. I mean, I think, well, that the Paramount's definitely going to be a, a, a personal hang. Yeah. I'd agree, but like we should have them leave messages. Kevin Craig, and we can do that, right? It's it's just easier to leave messages than like patching people in live. I think we cover more ground. We'll post a number. You send a DM that you have actually purchased tickets and are coming, and we will put you on the podcast next week. And we'll hear well, your we'll ideas. Try. And they may work. We'll try to put you on the podcast. I mean, who knows? I mean, we got so many thousands of people, so many tickets that's spilling over. It would have to be a double episode. But uh, maybe we'll do that for uh, Friday's episode or the next episode. All right, that could I'm be excited. fun. And we'll focus on Long Island. Yeah, and, uh, let's and let's do that. And and we're not obviously it's Doug is like sounds shamelessly begging for ticket sales. But if you are going to go to the show, what do you want to say? Right? That's the question. Because by the way, we could talk Entourage episodes for days, right? I like this idea of people that are going to the show and I'm like, yeah, whatever, prove it or don't, whatever. Yeah, if you could prove it to Doug, that would make him happy. But at the end of the day, leave a voicemail, get right to it. Name, where you're from. How many people you're bringing to the <laughs> how show? How many people you're bringing? How to many the shirts show? and hats you're gonna buy when you're there? <laughs> and then what you want to hear? Like, let's seriously talk about it. Do we want to talk about behind the scenes of the podcast and what our lives been since then, or do you want to cover some episodes or a bit of both? Right, right. which is what I'm guessing we're gonna get. All right, good deal. And uh, we'll get back to more episodes soon and a little more structure. Today was a little. Uh, Loose week. Well, today we're just like, we're, we're, we're like guys that got beat up at the party last night. That's yeah. how we feel. We're, because of the party or because of the uh, I think we're looking at sales. each other going like, I'm just overwhelmed at the thought of trying to sell tickets. 4,000 tickets in three nights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're just it's not. a lot of tickets. We're, we're just not just, like that. They don't got it like that, bro. Yeah, we're not the Rolling Stones. No, so. we're not the Rolling Stones. We'll be back. Get, 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 get.